Hi, this is Andy Goodman, and you're listening to Grizzly Peaks Radio. This is a little experiment, a short mini-series of actual plays with some friends from the OSR Anchor community, and we are going to be playing one of my favourite all-time adventures, Forget Me Not, for Call of Cthulhu Modern. This is my homage to those gods of actual play podcasting, How We Roll. I first listened to this on their podcast a couple of years ago, and actually it was the trigger for me getting into Call of Cthulhu, really. So I have a lot to thank them for. It is my incompetent, stumbling tribute to them. But nevertheless, we had a lot of fun playing it, and you'll be hearing players very shortly. A big thanks to Barney from Loco Ludus, to Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast, to Edwin the Diplomatist, and Ian with no podcast. Hope you enjoy. This is the first episode of Forget Me Not. We'll start. Welcome to uh, Call of Cthulhu Modern. Um, the only information I'm going to give you is that it, this is set in the modern day, um, and it's in America. That was all I will tell you right now. So, Jason. Sir. You wake up, your whole body hurts. You feel like you've been scraped all over with rusty blades. Your skin is raw and red. Your throat feels like you've had razor wire pulled out, up and out, out of your esophagus. Your fingernails are broken and bloody. You look down, you have long fingernails, those that are left. You are wearing a smart jacket and um, comfortable pants, um, and you are a woman. And that is all that you know about yourself. You look to your left and you wonder why there's also this kind of cutting pain in the side of your neck. And you realize that that is being caused by the edge of a seatbelt that is tightly bracing you from falling any further left because you are in some kind of vehicle and it is leaning at a crazy angle and you're kind of braced against the seatbelt. Your body is, is pushing to the left. And sitting next to you is a man. He is unconscious. And he's wearing a rather, well, let's say a rather interesting suit. It's kind of shiny. It's got that kind of, um, you know, silvery, metallic, kind of um, slick, shiny look to it. Gray. Maybe a faint pinstripe. Um, he is unconscious, and he is his head is against um, the window of what is clearly, um, sorry, the, the side window of what is clearly um, some kind of van. Um, your front windscreen is cracked, 
and all you can see in front of you are stalks of corn pushed right up against the glass. Um, you also have this kind of acidic, un unpleasant sensation in the pit of your stomach, like bile gathering, um, and you are feeling nauseous. You have no idea who you are or where you are or who this strange man is sitting next to you. Do I, but I'm in the driver's seat, is that right? You're in the, the uh, yes. So you're leaning to the left, so you're in the passenger seat. In the passenger seat, okay. Mm. Um, that's fine, I just wanted to clarify whether I was a... Yes, you were not driving, you were in the passenger seat. Okay, and the side I'm on is the side up in the air. Um, you're, yes, you're kind of up in the air, mm -hmm. falling down towards the man in the driver's seat. Who, who has a gashed forehead. Right, you feel right. like your nose is bloody as well. Okay, so I, so, so I touch my, my hand to my nose to, to, and pull it away to see if there is blood coming from my nose? Um, you touch it and it's sticky. It's like it must have dried, but quite recently. Okay, excellent. I, is the window open? on my side no no okay i will see if i can open the window of the car okay you wind it down it does wind down and a cold breeze blows in not like winter cold but possibly autumn turning to winter you know that feeling when there's some moisture in the air and the wind blows in and um, you just hear some crows cawing in the distance. And all you can see through the window um, is the corn, stalks of corn, and the darkening sky above you. It's not nighttime yet. It's probably middle to late afternoon. Um, but the skies are darkening, and there are some darker clouds gathering. And it, any evidence of a, of a purse or a handbag anywhere that I can see? Um, yeah, you, um, you do have a, uh, maybe, maybe something like a rucksack of, uh, 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 or a, um, kind of small backpack at your feet. You know what? I, I'll say it's more of a, um, kind of utility bag, let's say, um, rather than uh, something you would take hiking, but it's pretty small and, uh, yeah, you can, you can pick that up, of course. Okay. So I will pick that up, and I will. Tr hmm. I, I I think I'll pick that up. I'm I'm going to look in that bag, and, and see if there's any if if I notice anything immediately useful, a pocket knife or a I don't know what. Um, hmm. I guess I'll see what's in there. Okay. Well, um, just make me a a D hundred roll. Sure. Where are we doing rolls, by the way, guys? Uh, we can just do it in, in here in roll twenty, or, uh, or yeah, you, or you can even do it with dice. I don't. Really, uh, I'm not bothered. Okay. I'll just Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Forty. Okay. Uh, right. Oh. Okay. 
Yes, so you do find a pocket knife. Um, you also find a purse, like a wallet, um, there as well. Okay, I'll... I I don't understand why I can't remember anything. I I don't. Do I smell any gas or or anything like that? Um, no. But as you're kind of sniffing, you you um you notice that your the knees of your trousers are covered in this dried reddish kind of clay muddy clay-like substance and it smells a bit acrid but not not like gas not like petrol um it just has this strange kind of acidic smell to it um and it's bright red quite unusual um so did you want to look in the purse, uh, the wallet? I, I think so. So right now I'm not noticing any immediate danger. I'm, I'm hanging here. Um, I'm uncomfortable. No, but there's I'm... no immediate danger. The engine okay. is, is off. Um, okay. I mean, there's no, there's no sound of the engine running. There's no smell of either petrol or, um, or of exhaust fumes. So... I, I, well, I think I do want to get out of the vehicle. So I will... What I'll do is I'll take that pocket knife out, mm-hmm. and I will, if I have a pocket in in this my smart jacket, my jacket there, I, I think I'll I'll put it there, okay. and I'll I'll loop the, sorry, that's <laughs> all right, silly dog, I'll, I'll loop the um the bag around around my neck, so it won't fall, okay. like loop it through, I'll see if I can, and then my intent is to put one arm outside the window to kind of hold yes. on the outside of the vehicle and, and kind of try to brace my legs against what I can was the dash or the, the centerpiece there. And, and then I'll, I'll see if I can manually release the seatbelt while yes. I'm kind of trying to brace myself and hold myself with my legs so I don't fall and with my arm out the window, you know, and does that kind of make sense when I'm, yeah, and it's it's fine. I mean, you're you're only at, at say a forty five degree angle. Um, okay. It's not. Impo- I mean, just your natural strength. You could you could brace yourself and 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 undo the seatbelt. No problem. Okay. Yep. So I'll do that, and, and and my intention is to to get out the. Well, I guess I'll see if the door opens. Um, yeah, the door is fine. There's no damage to the door. In fact, what's strange um, is you, as you're looking around, there doesn't appear to be any visible or mu- very little visible damage to the van itself. Just that crack in the windscreen and possibly and a dent in the in the in the hood, but um, p- nothing like major. Nothing that would seem to indicate a, ba- a violent crash, even though you're at 45 degrees facing kind of forwards and down in a in a, in a cornfield right. well, okay so so i want to i want to crawl away get out of the vehicle mm-hmm. okay then, i will go ahead yeah i will just switch your view so you can see the vehicle Hold on, let me zoom out wonderful so, yeah so, I will... so you you're climbing up out of that um it's Imagine it's flipped the other way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, right. That's fine. Uh, yeah, but you, uh, you, you climb up um, out of the passenger side, and you're now standing in the cornfield. Okay, um, at that point, I want to check the the ID in the purse and see if it if I recognize the picture. Okay, so so so. 
let me just do this. Okay, you look in your ID and you should now be able to see your character sheet. Okay. Let me Has that there. appeared for you? Uh, Hester? Be... Yes. Your, your name is, it. yeah, your name is Hester Wednesday. Okay, I do write the photo looks familiar? I, well, yes, I guess. Um, you I mean, I'm not trying to lead. You. I just, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You, 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 you. Was, I, I would say you assume it's you, but okay. um, and maybe you did catch a glimpse of yourself in the, in the rear view mirror or the side mirror, and okay. yeah, it's you. It's you. Um, okay. You're. It says that you're 32 years of age. The mm -hmm. um the it's a California, um driving okay. license, driver's license, okay, um right residents Los Angeles. And and your other um, your other stuff in your purse and your wallet tells you that you are um, from Sheboygan, mm -hmm. and um, and that you are a um, you know what I'm just gonna delete that so you can just ignore that yeah and that's all you know for now that's all you know for now okay. I mean I cannot look at the sheet if you want. Uh, no, no, it's fine. The rest of the, I just wanted to delete one thing because I think it's better if I do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, so I'll you're, get out of it. I'm out you're, of you're, it. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're <laughs> born in Sh in Sheboygan. Uh huh. <laughs> um, just because I like the sound of the of the of the word Sheboygan, and um, and <laughs> you were you you actually live in Los Angeles, and uh, it's a California license plate. You. The other thing you notice um, is that the the van, the white van, is pretty much. Um, it doesn't have any any kind of distinctive marks on it, particularly. Although it does have three letters stenciled on the side. Um, the letters are T S F. It's kind of like a logo of some kind. Mm -hmm. T S F. And the so were, there weren't any photos in the. Um, in, in there, there there weren't any photos. But okay. there is a phone. Oh, there is a phone. Okay. You have a you have a mobile phone. It's the cutting edge of mobile phones. It is a it's a camera phone. It's a Nokia camera phone. The absolute cutting edge. Um, you know, with a with a small color screen on it. Okay, I, I'm gonna open up the, the the phone and see if there's a favorites or a I don't know what the right term would be. There, but you know, like a, you know, frequently contacted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you remember those old Nokia phones? When you pressed down, mm -hmm. it br it brought up a a list of uh, of the of the last people you called. Right. Um, so you do that, um, and you see about eight calls to someone called Lynn, and a couple of calls to Office. Okay. And um, and at this point. You hear a groan coming from the man in the van, <laughs> the man in the driver's seat. Yeah, I'm still not sure about him. I think, do, <laughs> do I have a wedding ring on? Um, uh, it's up to you. You tell me. <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of important. <laughs> you, you can decide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
my my my, clo my clothes and his clothes were quite different in style correct um i would say if you were to be harsh you would say that his 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 suit is rather tacky whereas yours is like an elegant trouser suit quite sober whereas right. his is kind of a bit shiny mm -hmm. a bit possibly a bit 90s and you're thinking why is he wearing a suit that looks like it was designed in the 90s okay and and, and that's a, a house i see in the distance back there um, let's say you don't see that for now. Um, uh, you're, um, right now, you, you look around, you realize that you're in a, in a ditch, actually. Um, the cornfield banks up steeply behind you, and it's clear from the um, flattened area of corn that the van has, has rolled or crashed or, or, or dri was driven down that ditch and ended up um, in its current position. Um, and it's probable, you can't quite see, but it looks like there's a road up at the top of the ditch, but there's a lot of, you know, you'll have to climb up if you really want to get a good view. Okay. I, I think that's what I want to do. I think I want to get up to the top of that ditch. Okay. Get up to the road. So right at this point, we will cut over to you, Barney. Okay. Barney, your head is pounding as your consciousness returns to you. You are, you feel the cold, um, the cold press of a glass window in your face. Um, and as you lift your head up slowly and, and try and reorientate yourself, you realize you're leaning um, left at this crazy angle and you're inside a van. The door is open. Um, on the other side um, has been um, opened and um, the cold afternoon air has kind of roused you from your from your dazed state um, you 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 feel, you feel a bit of blood trickle has trickled down into your from your eyebrow down into your left eye and uh, you, as you look down you do not know how you got here who you are, or um, or indeed why you are wearing a shiny grey suit, <laughs> and and um, your body feels like it's been pummeled, pummeled um, all over. You feel like you've been in a boxing match, and you were basically just um, you basically lost lost every round of that boxing <laughs> match, and. Um, and you also feel this horrible, um, like grating um, feeling in your throat, like sandpaper or like tiny cuts or something. It's, it's very hard to swallow um, and you feel dry and awful. Okay. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna spit just out of my mouth just whatever I can, I'm just going to spit and I'm going to wipe my, I'm wiping my, my shiny suit on my forehead. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and I'm going to get the fuck out of this car. Okay. So, um, make me a, just make me a D hundred roll. Just run me a D hundred. 
T. Okay. Um, you are able to um, pull the... Um, you're able to undo the seatbelt, but as you try and open the door, it's wedged because of the angle you're at. I was thinking um, I'm going to climb out of the other side. It's easier to stand on that and just climb okay. clamber up. Yeah. That's fine then. And as you do that, you see a very attractive, or uh, no, let's say rather attractive young woman standing there kind of looking a bit dazed, standing outside the van, kind of looking up uh, at the bank, the incline. At the same time, you also hear this kind of a bang, like a thump coming from the back of the van. So um, I probably didn't describe this, but it wasn't open to the back. There was like a partition, a mm -hmm. uh, separation uh, with no window. Um, and the back of the van is, is not, you know, you couldn't see into it, but you hear a thump. And you also see a woman and uh, um, that woman turns around. And um, I guess I will leave it to you to decide what you want to do or say. I'm, I'm just, I hit the side of the van again, just in like response to the sound. <laughs> okay. Uh, eyes widen as he does that. Yeah, I'm just staring at her. <laughs> who, who are you? Sorry, you're not going to get a you, voice. You, you, have no, you, you, have no, you have no idea, um, obviously, uh, Barney. You yeah. don't know who yeah. you are. I'm just, I, me. And I just spit on into the corn. I'm just spitting in the corn again. <laughs> shitty dry. <laughs> okay, well, on that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn and try to scramble up the hill and get away from this, from this man. I'm terrified. Okay. Of okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Um, the bang that you made on the side of the van echoes inside the rear. Um, the rear compartment. And at this moment, Edwin and Ian. Um, Ian, you wake up. You are lying on top of a. Um, you're lying on top of a of another man. Um, he he looks. Um, he's kind of. Um, He's kind of bookish looking, quite thin, wearing glasses, maybe late thirties, um, wearing a, um, like a sweatshirt and jeans. And he's got short hair, a little bit kind of shaved at the sides, a bit spiky at the top. And he's unconscious. And it looks like um, possibly, possibly where your elbow was, was quite close to his eye. And he's got a black eye. Um, and you wonder to yourself, did I do that? Um, and you also, you actually don't feel completely terrible. You feel pretty bad, um, but you don't seem to have any visible wounds um, on, on your body anywhere. But you also feel like your throat has been like run ragged and you have this nauseous feeling almost like an acidic taste um, in your mouth. Okay, is it, is it obvious I'm in the back of a van? Yes, it is very obvious um, because it's it's a very basic van. There's only a couple of, there's like a bench 
um, a low bench that you probably were sitting on at some point. Uh, the interesting thing about the back of the van is it is um, it's full of equipment that you um, you clearly recognise this equipment. Um, you don't know why because you don't really know who you are. You you have no memory of who you are, what your name is or who you are. But it's clear that this is all like um, recording equipment, both audio and, and video. And um, it's all the kind of peripheral stuff, like cables, um, maybe a clapperboard, um, some empty tape cassettes, some full cassettes, uh, but no actual camera or recording device of any kind. There's maybe a, a tripod, some gels, maybe a light or two. Um, and it looks like, and, and they've all been thrown around and quite a lot of it's been broken. Um, the, the man that you're lying on, the thin-ish man with glasses and spiky hair wearing um, a sweatshirt and jeans, he groans underneath you. Um, and then you hear the ba a bang come again from the ed outside uh, from outside the van. Um, well, I mean, there's, if it's the back of a van, I can probably stand up. I'll try and stand uh, up. Yes, you can. Uh, although it's at an angle, um, but yeah, you can brace yourself and you can stand up. Okay. Can I? I look around at the, the rear doors. Is there a, a handle? Yes. Um. I'll open the back doors. Okay, you um, you open the back door, and you see a young woman scrambling up um, the bank of a field um, in this cornfield with a very panicked expression on her face as she looks over her shoulder, first at someone probably off to the side of the van, and then and then at you. Um, so Hester. You see, you see the back of the van opening, and two more strange and bruised and bloodied men looking up at you. Hester, what do you want to? Are you uh, are you going to keep running? Um, she she may pause for a minute and, and again do the who who are you and, and scream in a loud voice. Quite, or I, I'll pause for a minute and who who are you? To Ian? looking at looking directly at the man that just emerged in the back of the van. Um, I, I don't know who I am. Do I? No. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll say I don't know. And, and, and at that, hmm, maybe she'll she'll pause there. How far up? The, how far away from the van has have I gotten? You're about twenty feet away. Um, and, and you've crested the hill now, or the, or the ditch, really. You're out of the ditch, and you realize you're standing on an unpaved road in, a, in just a sea of corn, cornfields as far as you can see. Um, and, and you do now, in the distance, maybe half a mile away, you do see a house, okay. a farmhouse. I, I think I'll pause here and, 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 and again, if, if I saw a line of sight, Try to lock eyes with the the man that is is coming out of the passenger side. 
the okay, van. He's the, he's the actually driver. standing. He's standing he's, on the side now. Okay, so, lock um, eyes with the man in the suit, and and again ask him, "Who, who are you?" I just throw my arms up in the air. What the fuck is going on here? Who the fuck are you? What the fuck is this? I'm I'm going to feel my head and feel if there's any kind of head wounds that I've got because um, I can't so remember. Actually, yeah, so that's an interesting question. Uh, nothing visible. Um, you you look at the others and they've all got various wounds like a black black eye, gashed gashed head, um, bloody nose. Um, but you um, you don't have any any head wounds. Um, and, and maybe now you're kind of you can maybe put two and two together and thinking that maybe everyone's kind of had a head wound, maybe lost their memory, something like that. I'll say, does anyone know where we are? In a fucking cornfield. And at this point, the groan, another groan comes from from the poor Edwin, who's been left in the van, <laughs> and uh, and he wakes up, um, and Edwin, like the others, you feel like shit. Yeah. You feel like ha- you feel like hammered shit. Actually, I think it's the technical term. Um, that acid, horrible taste. That that um, ragged feeling in your throat blood under your fingernails and and all of you um you now realize uh uh i guess you're all looking at each other you all you all your clothes are all caked in this rich deep red clay-like mud which is dry it's not raining it's not raining no but there are definite cloud uh rain clouds gathering um, not too far off, and they're moving in your direction, okay. and 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 the wind is picking up. Has um, the other man emerged yet from the van, or is he? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, so Edwin, what what, yeah, what do you want to do? I'll scramble out of the van and I'll do the whole "Where are we? Who are we?" Um, routine. Um, and assuming nobody can tell me, I'll, I'll kind of go through my pockets. What I've got. Oh, sorry. I did just do verify. Is it is it night time? Uh, no, it's it's not quite. It's it's um it's late afternoon, but night is approaching fast. And um, I'm just gonna play the some sounds. Um, yeah, but um, you feel that night is 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 approaching fast. So I'm going to say now that you're you're all kind of co- fully conscious now. Um, uh, the only person who knows vaguely who they are is Hester. The rest of you still have no idea who you are. Did I find anything in my pockets? Any ID uh, or anything like that? So um, yes, is that sorry? Is that Ian? Edwin. Edwin. Okay. Right, Edwin. You you do indeed. Um, you, you find a phone. It's been completely smashed. <laughs> the screen is smashed. Um, it, it will not function. 
but you also find your wallet in your trousers, actually. They're just, they're just stuffed into your trouser pocket. Yeah. And I will now show you who you are. So, Edwin, your name is Charlie Hogan. That should now show up. Have you got that? Uh, where would I see this? Oh, sorry, it's it's in the roll twenty. So if you go to roll twenty and you click on that newspaper yeah. icon, it should show you a character sheet. Is that Charlie Hogan? Yeah, got it. Thank you. Yeah, Charlie Hogan. You are thirty um, for your driving license. You are thirty nine years old. You are male. <laughs> uh, again, residence Los Angeles, California license. Um, and you're but you were born in Minneapolis. And right now, that's all you know about yourself. Oh, I say, my, my name's Charlie Hogan. Does that mean anything to you? Doesn't mean anything to anyone standing there. I'm going to follow so you, lead and do the same thing. It's a good okay. idea, man. It's a good idea. Okay, so I'm you're all going to... look gonna... in my pockets as well, yeah. Okay, so Barney, you have a phone. It seems to be functional. Um, Ian... You just don't have a phone at all, but you all have um, ID of some kind. And I will now reveal your names. And your, uh, and your photos. <laughs> so, uh, Barney, I don't know if you know the photo, uh, this photo of the character, but it is, I, I thought it's kind of appropriate. Um, Barney, your name is, <laughs> your name is Anton Quebec. Yeah. Uh, 45 years old, born in Montreal. Um, okay, so now you have to do a Montreal accent. <laughs> oh God, what would that even uh, be like? Oh. Uh, sort of a French Canadian sort of okay. uh, thing. I don't know. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't feel like you have to. Okay. Um, uh, again, you're you're all California, all California, um, and uh, and um, Ian. About. And you can all see your stats now and your abilities. Not that you really need to know them very well. It's not like D and D. Um, so, um, so Ian, uh, you are, your name is Gil Fairweather. You are you're young, you're the youngest of the group. You're 26, even though the photo doesn't really make you look young. But anyway, um, you're 26, born in Los Angeles, uh, resident in Los Angeles, and you were born in Manitowoc which is in, I think it's in Wisconsin. Um, so you're all, and, and you all know, the thing you do know now is this is not California. <laughs> this is definitely not California. The weather, the, just the landscape, the cornfields, it's literally, there's no way this is California. Um, you know that intuitively. So, did, did I find anything else in any of my pockets, or just do I just have that? Um, no, that's all you found: your phone and your ID. Okay. Did you say I, I had a phone? Uh, sorry, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, Gil, does yeah? Tell me your character names because I've got your characters. I don't know who's like attached to which one. So, Gil, okay. uh, no, you did not have a phone. 
I just got like ID. You just had your ID. You your phone, if you ever had one, is is gone. So, as you're standing there wondering what the hell happened to you, um, it starts to rain. The rain that's been threatening starts falling. Can I just ask, is the van electrics on? Are there any lights on in the van? Uh, sure. I mean, it says it's, it shows it in the in the picture. So yes, yes, absolutely. The headlights are on, um, and it starts raining. I'll just going to go back into the back of the van and have a look around, see if we can see anything that might be useful. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of equipment in there. There's probably some. I mean, there's some cable, like um, you know, there's thick cables that you use to plug video and audio equipment together. There's some power cables as well. Um, there's probably some rope of some kind. No 10-foot poles, but there's a rope. Um, uh, and Is there any paperwork in there? Is there any paperwork in there? Um, okay. Like scripts. There's no paper. Like there's, hmm. There's no paperwork in the back, no. Do you want to look maybe in the obvious place where there might be paperwork? Yeah, go back to my glove compartment. Okay, yes, you open it up. Um, You open up the glove compartment and you find the um, registration papers for the car, for the van. It is registered. It is registered to a company, (laughs) which I can't remember. Um, Hang on a sec, hang on a sec. Um, Not TSF. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. It is is registered to a company called Miller Frost Studios in Los Angeles. Um, And there's a number number and it has been registered under the name of Lynn Willis yeah interesting you mentioned that I was going to say while they were doing that I was going to try to call Lynn on my phone if I had enough Hmm. bars to do so since that was the number that I've one of the two numbers I saw recently called Um, okay Andy could you just clarify something for us so we are now we remember everything about ourselves no no right now <laughs> you you still remember nothing but you okay. know by looking at your id that this is you but you don't know okay. who you are or why you're here or what happened to you okay. so um jason you call you want to call the number um uh, lynn's number yeah Yes, there were two numbers, Lynn and Office. I'm going to dial the one for Lynn, or yeah, you know, hit redial or whatever for Lynn. Okay, um, you call the number. It goes through immediately to a voicemail, and a voice says, um, "You've got through to Lynn Willis. Uh, I can't come to the phone right now, but uh, you know what to do." And then beep. Lynn, call me back. And I'll hang up. Okay. And then I'm going to dial office or, you know, try to recall the one that says office. 
okay, you um, you you dial the office, and it rings out. It rings like three times, and then it also goes to a voicemail. Um, Yeah, it also goes to a voicemail or a voice message saying, um, this is Miller Frost Studios. Um, we are, are, are opening hours are Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Please call back during opening hours, during office hours. Do you know what the time is from the phone? Yeah, it's, five, it's 5 p.m. Okay. I... Th- and, and and also it's it's a Saturday. <laughs> Great. How what? How many bars or power bars are left on the phone? How much power does the phone have? The phones have, you know, you, if you all want to check your phones, uh, I believe you've got two of you have them, Barney and uh, sorry, uh, Anton and Hester. You, you the phones have got plenty of power, but um, very bad signal out here in a cornfield in the middle of of fucking nowhere. Sure. Okay. So, so, so I will close. I, I will close my phone, put it in my pocket, and, and I'm going to kind of just watch these these men down there. Do you You're all start- in the rain. Sorry. Sorry. Do I Go find on. a first aid box in the van? Yes. Yes, you do. I, I, I pull yes, it out do. and I say, "Does anybody need any any help?" So this would be a good point to do this. So. Um, Anton, Charlie, and Hester, you have all three of you have taken one hit point of damage from whatever happened to you before. Um, So if someone has um, first aid skill, you, of course, can try and apply some bandages or, you know, maybe um, spray on some antiseptic or put some cream on or something like that. Do uh, do any of you have that skill or want to do it? I, I do have it. Try? I, I do have first aid. I don't know if anybody else does. Um, yeah, I yeah. have it as well, which is, uh, and I've got the box. So, so uh, sorry, when you say has first aid, you mean it's it's on your sheet or it has a little tick next to it? So, um, yeah, the ticks I should have unticked, to be honest. Um, yeah. So, because uh, that was these are, these are you know. These are sec- these are sloppy seconds. These character sheets. I'm afraid uh, I did try and clean them up, but um, no. So first aid. Everyone will have a base skill of thirty percent. Um, so actually, everyone can try it, and it's not a bad chance. But if you have anything higher than thirty percent, it means you've you've kind of trained in it. So uh, looking at the sheets, then Gil, you've got sixty percent, which is pretty damn good. Um, Hester Hester has fifty five. Uh, which is also pretty good. Um, so, you know, either of those two wouldn't be a bad bet. And and actually, Charlie has forty five. So you're all you're all um, relatively. Most of you are pretty good. Anton, of course, being um, a guy in a shiny grey suit, does not have first aid. Oh, you with a bandage on my forehead. <laughs> we, we know we're good at first aid. Yes, yeah. So everything on your character sheet now, you're kind of intuitively aware that you can do. 
Yeah, I, I'm just not sure that I trust these men. Have have <laughs> so a, out of out of character. You, so far, um, darn it, Anton has not said anything about the papers he's found in the glove box, right? Just in case. Uh, I'm just, uh, the papers in the in the glove box. <laughs> he has now. <laughs> yeah. Until I hear a connection, I still don't trust. Which I'm not going to prompt. You, you know what I mean? I don't want to. But mm -hmm. but I, I don't trust this group of men in this shady van with recording equipment and rope in the back. That doesn't sound like a good. Thing. <laughs> 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 but I also looked at the back of the van. I'm, I'm specifically looking for a phone. Might be mine. Um, n no, unfortunately not. Um. You kind of sense that you must have had a phone at some point. You just, it's a, again, it's this like, yeah, of course, everyone has a phone. You, you, the, there are things you know about like the world and in general. You know, it's it's the twenty, it's it's like the early two thousands. You know, um, you know that you know each other. Okay, so. Oh, I'm gonna well, that, that changes this. it if we do that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce this right now. You you all start to realize that you do know each other, that you're actually friends or, or your colleagues or even possibly friends, probably friends as well. Can I just you just have this feeling. The state Sorry. of the van, does it, does it look like it's, I mean, he's in a ditch. It's going to stay there and unless someone comes along with a tractor or we're not talking about yeah. it. It's not going to be able to be moved out by hand. So you'd look at it. Make me, um, make me an intelligence roll. So you just need to roll under your intelligence. Okay, so just roll a D. Roll a D. Yeah, or you can click on your character sheet and click on the intelligence button. Okay, which one do you do, the mauve or the green uh, one? Uh, the green one just rolls it regular. Yeah. So... You, looking at the van, you realize something that strikes you as just odd. The van has not actually crashed with any kind of impact into this ditch. It seems to have rolled into the ditch. There's no damage beyond just superficial damage to the van itself. The engine seems to be, well... You can't tell, but there's no there's no smoke coming out of the engine or anything. Um, but when but you does look, it look like does it look like it's just slid into the ditch sideways? No, it no, it's 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 gone it's gone front first. It's rolled front first into the ditch. Um, and looking underneath it, there's no damage to the axle or to the wheels or anything. It's just at this crazy angle, and of course, there's no way. There's probably no way you can get itself out because it's a, such a steep angle um okay so so if we take if we take the case in point that the van is stuck there i'm going to suggest to other people we should uh, probably head towards that house which we can all see can we yes you can all see it now okay if, <clears throat> if now, now that it's registering that we know each other and and i probably don't have anything to fear from these men then at that point, I'll probably try to go back down to assist them and hey guys, see what we can do. Bandage across my top, across my forehead or whatever that thing is called. 
I think we dropped you dropped a bit out there that you want them to put something on your forehead to bandage up your wound. Bandage, wind. please. A bandage. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a go at it. I feel a. Okay, so whoever um, wants to can make a first aid roll. I'll do. I'll do that. Do, do I roll the green? Yeah, the so green you, t- you hit the green. The green. Oh wow! Extreme. <laughs> uh, so um, again, for those for those of you that don't know how Call of Cthulhu works, you'll see when you hit that first aid roll that there's actually three values at the top. So sixty is your basic value to, that that um, for a success. If you get below thirty, i.e. half, then you get a hard success, which means you do it exceptionally well. If you get below a fifth of it, you get an extreme success, which means you do it incredibly well, like. Um, like a perfect, perfect execution. Um, so I'll say, given that Barney, uh, sorry, given that Anton only lost one hit point, he of course gets the hit point back. But what I will say is that the um, the bandage is just beautifully applied. It actually is quite elegant. It feels this... great, man. It feels great. <laughs> okay. Um, does now does anyone else want to um, have that? Their, tr- their wounds treated. So Charlie and Hester, so, uh, you know, you Charlie, you've got um, a black eye. Hester, you've got a bloody nose and a, maybe a bit of blood also in, around your mouth. Yeah, well, maybe we could kind of look to each other and, and try that. What, what do you think, Charlie? I think I'm fine. Um, okay. As a character, I, I, I've got full hit points, so I don't need anything. It's just a black eye. Oh. Check it. oh no! Oh, thought... No, just sorry, Charlie. You did take one hit point of damage. Yeah. Oh well, in which case, yeah, um, I'll get patched up. Can okay, I so shall I try and patch him up? Sure, go for it. Oh, I, yeah, I, I misunderstood it for some reason. I was thinking, that's right. So Gills. <laughs> okay, Gil's so Gil the... Gil seems to have the magic touch. He yeah. uh, patches up. Uh, Gil. Ch- patches up Charlie. And, and if he wants to look to Hester as well, that'd be great. Fumble about to come up. Yeah, definitely. That's okay. <laughs> so, Gil, would you like to make another first aid roll to oh. help uh, Hester out? Oh, third. This is a third one, yeah. Yeah. Wow, you are just crushing Excellent. those first aid rolls. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're after a few minutes of, um, and as you're kind of um, applying the bandages, and like, you definitely realise that you are, you feel close to each other. It's like it's it's hard to explain why, but you know that you've been spending a lot of time together. Maybe it's just body language, maybe it's just some kind of deeply, you know, buried like memories that you can't quite access. But you know that you are friends and close to each other. Yeah. And, and I'm going to mention to them that you know I, I, I tried to to call Lynn and call the, the office, uh, you know Miller Frost and and neither, neither there's no it's answer to either one. It's her van. It's her van. It's, it's Lynn's, Lynn's van. van. Yeah, yeah, and it belongs to the, uh, uh, the studio. I I just tried to call both, when I was at the top of the hill, and and both went to voicemail. Can I point out that on the side of the van is that TSF? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that- TSF. TSF. Yep. Sorry, so, could you, sorry, could you say again? You spell it. T- uh, TSF. 
Yes, F. T for Tommy, S for Sugar, F for Freddie. Um, and and none of those, none of these elements really trigger any memory in any of you. Like Lynn, the name is familiar, but you have no idea who she is or or what she looked like. Miller Frost, you you know, obviously you work for them, but you don't remember anything about them or what kind of production company or, or what kind of um, productions they make. And TSF, likewise, doesn't mean anything to you. Right now, the rain is getting heavier, and you're all getting a bit wet and cold. I, mean, I, I reckon we could get in the back of the van, right? Well, we can't yeah. get the van back up the road, can we? No, but we could ride out the maybe the rain in the back of the van, and when it loosen, lessens, we can maybe try to go get help. I don't know. How far is I mean, the farmhouse? Sure. The farmhouse is about maybe six, seven, seven minutes walk. Maybe it's about half a mile. You could, I mean, you'll get a bit wet, but you'll, you could get there pretty quickly. There are some lights now on in the farmhouse. But that, that's the direction the van came from, right? Um, it, you're, you're not entirely sure um, because the road goes up towards the farmhouse, but the angle that the car, you know what? Yeah, yes. Yes. Um, the angle that the van is pointing, it must have rolled off the road whilst it was coming from that direction. Yes. The, the problem is, I don't know if I, if I, Hester, am a conspiracy theorist or not. I don't, I don't know how <laughs> paranoid can, I am. You can be. You can be as paranoid as you want. <laughs> because of hey, Hester's paranoid. Hey, guys, we could... We could we could drop the rope into the into the fuel tank, soak up some <laughs> of the fuel, and set fire to some of the corn. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, It'll keep us warm, man. Oh, Antoine, but but my concern is: does anyone else feel like maybe they were drugged or or something? happened outside like this shit. car accident but but my throat so hurts does your throat my hurt my stomach yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. there's not like a conspiracy or there, there's no skill that would relate to to that and i don't know what's just my the same you shitty just motel this. food <laughs> yeah yeah um uh hester uh hester i'll just say you can you can play that however you want if you want to be paranoid about that by all means. I've been planner paranoid anyway, so um, yeah. The uh, you, you know I re as you guys know I well I don't know what I know I read a lot of books like that. Well, we'll say I, I've just oh, got a feeling sure. nurse skill. <laughs> um, so I, I I I don't know I've got a bad feeling about that farmhouse. I mean you look look at the it looks like we came from there and we're in this ditch and. None of us remember anything. But there's nowhere else to go. We can't stay in the van forever. No, that's true. Um, I don't know. Unless you want to try and get back on the road. Does somebody want to ring 911? No. <laughs> try that. That's a novel thought. Um, yeah, we could try. What happens when we try that? 
Um, okay, so uh, Hester, you dial nine one one, and it's it takes a while for the ring tone to come out. Clearly, your very bad signal is not helping, and um, you um, uh, the the call kind of goes through eventually, and a voice comes over. Um, uh, Cleo, Cleo Emergency Services, how can I help you? Cleo, we, we've been in an accident. I'm not sure where we're at. We're in a cornfield. Can you send help? Um, can you give me your location and tell me the nature of your problem, sir? We had a, a car accident in a cornfield. Are there any injured parties, sir? Do we need to send an ambulance? Yes, three people are injured. Can you give me your location, sir? Only that I'm in a cornfield. I'm not sure where this cornfield is. There's a lot of cornfields around here, sir. You're not being um, very helpful. I I'm a ma'am, but thank you. I uh, sorry, <laughs> ma'am. Ma uh, it's, it's not a very good line, ma'am. I, I apologize. That, that, that's okay. I, I don't know where I'm at. Can you triangulate the signal? I, I don't understand what you're saying, ma'am. We didn't have anything like that. It's 2002. No, you, you'd be able to tell the close tower. But... <laughs> the, the... <laughs> okay, it's we... 1974, ma'am. There we go. Thank you. Gotcha. That's fair. No, fair enough. Good, good, good to go. Um, um, no, please tell I, her about, I, the, I don't. Can you tell her about uh, the farmhouse. Tell her about the farmhouse. Ma'am? Well, yeah, there's a there's a farmhouse near here, but I don't know. We need more information, ma'am, if we're going to send um, any help to you. Um, where were you driving to? What road were you on? I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll call you back. Ha okay. Um, well, um, if you get to uh, please call us again. If, um, if you know where you are, we'll send out some help. Uh, is anyone there badly hurt? Um, was there any other um, people in the accident? No, no, no I'll, I'll, I'll call you back and I'll hang the phone. I'll shut the phone. Okay. These are flip phones, right? So I'll shut the phone. <laughs> yeah. They can't help us if they don't know where we're at, and I don't know where to tell them we're at. Does anybody else hmm. think it's weird that we've all lost our memories? That's why, why I don't want to go to the farmhouse. We've got head, head injuries. <laughs> Um, I, it could be, it could be a very, very strange thing. Could be a very strange thing. I wonder if I think it long enough, I might have some idea of what kind of strange thing has happened. Could I do that? Could I, you know, kind of just think, meditate on this strange situation? I, I'll, I'll, I'll say, make me, make me a. Make me a power roll. A power roll. Yeah. 60. 60. 60. Okay, here we go. It's, uh, it's a 96. <laughs> it's not quite a fumble. <laughs> How you fumble a memory roll, that's an interesting one. Well, um, I had lost memory. Okay, um, you you don't really um, have any idea 
but but I'll say that you you get a sense that this is these kind of strange occurrences are something that you have a sort of interest in. Did I look good when I did it? When I was thinking and meditating, did I look good? I'll say that in your own mind, you looked great. <laughs> Excellent. That's all I need to hear. Um, you are a silver fox. You, you're pr prematurely graying, but you're, you've got that kind of silvery gray hair. Um, Matching my suit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and um, you notice that apart from that, your hands, where they're not... Um, bloodied like your fingernails are actually broken and bloodied but the ones that aren't are very well manicured maybe with a little you know that they've been they've been professionally manicured i think it's got i think this whole thing's got something to do with my male grooming <laughs> <laughs> I suspect Anton has um, experience of Rohypnol, so I ask him whether, <laughs> whether any of um, the people he knows have these symptoms. <laughs> God. Um. Well, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not too sure about anything. Does anybody else have anybody they can call in their phone? I haven't checked mine, but uh, maybe it's someone smashed. else's time. Yeah, so, so Anton, you're you're the only one with. Um, you said, uh, oh my, okay. Well, um, sh shall I look? Let's have a look with my beautifully manicured thumb. Sure. Um. um so. <laughs> is it better than hers? Is it better than hers? Yeah, you've got um, one of those Motorola razors. Those fancy. Motorola razors. Again, it's kind of brushed aluminium, so it's it kind of matches your jacket and your hair. Mm. <laughs> Every, everything I everything I do, I just I just kind of slightly strike a pose and just check out the corner <laughs> of my eye that everyone's watching. Every little kind of beat of my movements. They are, but the expression on their faces is one of resigned, like. Uh, not this again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so and, oh, uh, oh, look what I've oh, look, look what I've got in my phone here. Um, yeah, you, you've you've been making a few calls to Lynn as well, um, and the office, and there's also an un, um, an, uh, just a number, an unregistered number. Now, if if you want to make me an intelligence roll. And it needs to be a hard success. I'll allow you to 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 guess the or know the area code of that. Okay. Of that, so of I've, that got, I've got eighty, eighty, and that'll mean it's forty, right? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I've rolled twenty-three. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. This is an Ohio number. Sorry, this is a Michigan number. <laughs> I've got a Michigan number in my phone. They have cornfields in Michigan? Sure. 
I guess. <laughs> well, whoever wrote the scenario seems to think so. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that, that was rhetorical to the other, the other people, right? Oh, I see. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Because we're all, we're, we're all from California, right? Yeah, well, no, no, no. So you all live in California, but you're all from different places. So actually... Right, right. Um, but we're all... But, yeah. but we're based... But our driver's license are all California licenses, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say that the Michigan thing is on the unknown number, yes. so it's just a number, it's not... There's no name. Yeah, it's just the area... He, he, recognized, he, under, he recognized the area code. Oh, why, why don't you call it? I tell you what, guys. I'm going to... Um, so I dial, I dial the number. Okay, um, it rings out, and, and a voice says. Uh, after a while, um, you hear this click, and a male, a male voice, gruff, answers, says, "Yeah." Anton Quebec. Uh, Who? I Anton Quebec, we we spoke we spoke earlier today. Who are you? Are you you trying to sell me something? No, no, sir, no, no. Um, I, I we spoke earlier on today about uh, about things. Oh, oh, you that crazy gang of Californians? That's me, Yanga, yeah. California. Shine Oh, I'm, yeah. I told you, I got no interest in what you, uh, what you're selling. We're not selling. We're um, we're. Oh, talking. whatever. What you're asking for? I I got no interest in that. You must look, have interest look, in something, sir. I told you when you came up to the farmhouse. I'm not interested. Right. Well, well, if I. Why are you bothering was, me? If, 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 would there be any chance of just calling by to, uh, to do my hair? <laughs> Your hair? What are you? Some kind of California pansy? <laughs> it's just the, the one thing that's kind of out of place in my life right now. <laughs> well, I'm gonna ask. I'm going to ask Deirdre. Uh, I'm not too sure I want you coming back at my, back up to my door again. Just wait. Deirdre! Deirdre! Those crazy Californian fools. They, they said they want to come and do their hair. You hear a distant voice. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's married to a Muppet. Um, and, I'm, and I'm giving says, them all like loads of thumbs up and kind of like yeah, <laughs> he says we're, we're just shaking our heads well what he says but answer me this what what are you doing back here when you left two hours ago didn't you go back to your motel you told me you were going back to your motel what are you doing what what are you doing out here again we uh we got we got a bit lost we got a bit lost lost um, there's one yeah. single lane track, dirt track, leading you back to the interstate. How can you get lost? There's a lot of corn around. Well, where are you now? About 
five minutes away? Well, Deidre's put some stew on, on the hob, so uh, I guess we can feed you as well. You're probably hungry. We love home cooking, sir. <laughs> All right. And then he just puts the phone down. How long ago did um, was the call? The call. So the call was actually early this morning, like um, eight nine hours ago. And Anton called that guy. Yeah. So I'm going to turn to the others and say, can we assume that that number is that farmhouse? Well, I guess we have to, don't we? <laughs> well, we don't have much else to go on. I think we need to go back to the farmhouse. Yeah, I agree. You, you know, in the books I read, you know what happens when you go back to the farmhouse. <laughs> you get stew. It's Got all these Italian novels with the yellow covers. You know what happens. <laughs> We're going to go back to the farmhouse and there's a guy with a chainsaw and they say, hi. <laughs> yeah, but chainsaw's good for cutting up stew. He, you, so you hear him in the background. You hear what's happening at the, at the, at the house. You can hear it in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's my daughter. No, it's fine. It's fine. The, you, it was perfect timing. So he also said there's a highway. Well, we, we wouldn't know this, but we could walk to the highway. No, I, I agree. We have to walk back to the house. That's what the scenario demands. So. <laughs> no, you don't. You can, stay in the back the... Of the, you can stay in the back of the van. It's perfectly fine. Sure we'll is. just play out the next three sessions. So, hour seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, could I put the rope in the fuel tank? <laughs> now? <laughs> okay, so um, so you, you walk trudge. Um, something in the back of the van, something heavy like a, a spanner or something. Oh, there sure. Are, yeah. There's probably a lug wrench or a, a yeah. tire iron or something, right? So, um, can everyone, everyone make me a luck roll? Lucker, lucker, lucker. 65 oh. I've got as a stat. Hmm? Yes. I've like just rolled 49, 49 for okay. Anton. Where's, where's the luck? It's kind of somewhere oh, I see. near the top, yeah. Oops. Mine's blank. Oh, I've got an error. Oh, who's, who's that? Uh, that's Charlie. Charlie, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't... Let me just put your luck stat in. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I've got no, I've got no luck. Okay, and Gil... Gil, you have you you got zero luck. Uh, no, Gil, you have. Yeah, Hester doesn't. Oh, you're very, you're you're. You, oh no, you are really super unlucky. You got twenty five luck, Gil. Those were the three. That was the three d six roll you all made, by the way. Oh yeah, Gil is very unlucky. <laughs> oh shit! That is a fumble. Oh my god. All right, let's let's think about this. So Hester failed. Edwin succeeded. Anton succeeded. Okay. Um, I'll say what happens is we, when you're searching through for anything heavy, you find a lockbox, and inside it, 
is a revolver. Unfortunately, it has no ammunition. Still bring it with us. The, the person you pointed at doesn't know it doesn't have ammunition. <laughs> um, and whoever has the highest firearm skill, I think that might be Charlie. Not, not Hester. Uh, oh no! Oh no! It's uh, it's it's Gil. Gil, when you see it, um, you you realize it's your gun. You know it's your gun. Oh. But it's got no it's got no ammunition, and you can't find any ammunition anywhere in the truck in the van. Okay, has everyone? I mean, who, who's got? A thrown weapon skill. <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be irresponsible to leave it. Leave it out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, you can use it to intimidate people. Right. That's my thought. Um, they don't know it's empty. Okay. Shall I take my um, gun? And I can. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is yours. So you you kind of immediately want to just yeah. have it on you. Yeah. yeah if, I mean, if um, you don't want it, I'll put it in my bag. But I, I think. Uh, it's... I, I've got I've got a sixty percent chance of not hitting anyone. There you go. <laughs> it's good. Um, it's a pistol I, weapon. That's right. <laughs> um, none of you. None of you are any good at throwing. No. None of you. None of you played baseball, unfortunately. Where's the baseball stat? <laughs> uh, you're all. You've all got the base level twenty percent throw, which is pretty crap. But it's underneath your arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's cut. So you start walking. And, and then like a split second later, you're standing outside the farmhouse. All of you, you must have just, you know, you probably just, you know, when you go into autopilot and you just don't, you're not really aware of what you're doing and then suddenly you're, you've arrived somewhere. It must have been that, it must have just been that. At least that's what you think. Because you literally, you started walking up towards the house half a mile away and then suddenly you're there. No, don't This like is it. very strange. This is very strange, guys. I'd, I'd love to just meditate yeah, this, on this again. Yeah, this seems meditate like a... on this again? <laughs> yeah, that's almost like sure, a sanity roll. <laughs> I'm sure I've, I, this is this kind of experience. I've read about it. I, I, I know about this somehow. This is very strange. Yeah, so... Yeah, I don't like this at all. This is not. So, um, how many lights are on in the farmhouse? So the um, there's a light on upstairs, and there's a light on in what you can assume is the kitchen because the windows are a bit steamed up. Can we hear anything? Um, no. The rain is masking the whatever sounds may be coming from inside, if there are any. Um, Anton, you can, you can make me, um, again, an, a hard intelligence check. Sorry, power. A hard power check. Hard power. So that's going to be 30, under 30. Yeah. 74. No, again, your attempt to channel your inner chi, or whatever the hell you were doing, does not work. Um, having said this, the door suddenly opens to the farmhouse and a 
guy in his late 60s wearing overalls. He opens the door and he says, What the hell happened to you for? You look like shit. Anton crashed the van. I told you that fop couldn't steer his way out of a out of a pigsty. Whatever Thank the hell you, that sir. Was. I steered my way into this pigsty. <laughs> now let me get in and do my hair. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Where's your van? It's in the cornfield. Do you, do you have a tractor? We could pull it out of the ditch. I haven't got a tractor. What would I need a tractor for? Can can, can. <laughs> I just play it being a farmer. I ain't a real farmer. Can, I just can, like the overalls. Maybe you know someone with a tractor, or we could call call for a tow truck. Oh yeah! Oh God, Dave, Dave's auto in 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 town. He'll come and get you, fools. Can we use your phone? How'd you crash on a single lane track with no car coming for for like I know there's been no cars coming up and down this place for for days. How'd you crash your your van in a you know was it, are you are you fools? Are you some I, kind of fool? I just cut my eyes at um Antoine Anton. You know how long um, we've been out there? 2 hours. Well, yeah, you lived. You, what? What have you been doing? Were you were you unconscious? What was going on? You did, did you bash your? Looks like you hit your heads pretty hard. Yeah, I think we need some help. Can we come in out of the rain? Well, but remember, I don't want any of this nonsense again. What nonsense is that? That bullshit you were you were trying to that line you were trying to give me. Uh, you know about. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't want to talk about it. I told you I don't want to talk about it. What are you trying? You trying to squeeze it out of me? You sneaky. It'd be very helpful if you just uh, share that share the discussion with us again, sir. Can we use your well, phone, sir? Yeah, you can use my phone. And um, he leads you in, and and his and his um, his elderly wife Deirdre is standing over. Um, a large black pot, like metal, like um, you know, iron pot. It's kind of a bit blackened mm -hmm. from being from use, and, and there's actually some lovely um, s smells like now entering your nostrils. And you all realise that you're really like you're hung, even though you're nauseous, um, you are really hungry. At the same time, it's a weird kind of contradictory sensation. Like you, you feel. You feel nauseous, but you also feel like you, you haven't eaten anything. Um, I, I might and, have spaced it due to my head wound. What, what, how old does he appear to be? Uh, he's, he's like late 60s as well. She's okay. probably um, the same age. Um, and, and he says, well, sit yourselves down. Now, what was that you wanted well, to know about? You want to know what we were talked about? Well, yes, what's wrong please. with you? You can't remember what we talked about three hours, two, three hours ago. We're, we're gonna get your furniture all wet. <laughs> well, I don't care about that. Deirdre, you care about? That? No, I don't care about that. She says. We're picking up the pieces, sir. 
Oh, I'll pick you up. Okay, come on, 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 See, you hear that sounds of torture in the background? <laughs> That's coming from the basement, isn't it? That's coming from the basement. <laughs> it is actually coming from the basement. Um, <laughs> um, well, uh, your memories are really not very. Are you, are you on drugs? You're you're on drugs, aren't you? I, I read about. I think I hit my anymore. head in the accident. I'm I'm not feeling the cold well. Well, I'm I'm Mr. Baker, and this is Deirdre. This is Ma Baker, and I'm Pa Baker. This is the Baker Farm. You came here. You had it on your you had it on your list. You said list for what, Mr. Baker? Your list, your crazy list. You want to go around talking to people. That's what you do, yeah, for what, a living. What, what were we talking to you about, sir? The Cooper House. And at that moment, as the words "the Cooper House" come out of his mouth. A memory comes back to all of you. You, it's, this is not like a memory. This is almost like a video is playing in your heads. Um, your vision changes. You're no longer sitting in the farmhouse. You're all sitting in your van. And you are driving. It's daylight. And you are driving through the corn uh, along the uh, along the track, along the along the road, along the dirt road, through past these um, endless fields of corn, a sea of green corn stalks all around, and eventually you pull up to an old, dilapidated barn. Um, and a ramshackle ruin of a house. It's, it's like a, it's like a broken tooth sticking up out of a diseased gum. This house, it just feels, um, it feels bad. It feels wrong in some way. But at the same time, you all feel this sense of excitement and maybe a bit of nervousness associated with the memory. And I'm sorry, my daughter is she's desperate to get in. Um, yeah, so and a bit of excitement associated with this memory, and you all kind of with a start come out of that memory, and then you're back in the present. And he said, and and then his voice continues, the Cooper House, you know that house up the up the trackaways, you know where all that. Bad shit happened. Sorry, oh, Deirdre, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't swear in front of the wife. All that bad stuff happened. You, you, you're a bit, you're a bit weird. You, you California types coming here asking us about all these bad things that have happened, and uh, you know, for your show and all. I don't know. You, you said you're making a TV show about it. Maybe we could, we could use your phone now, sir, to get. Get Dave's to come out here. 
uh, dog barking as well. Yes, so the, the, uh, their dog is barking and uh, there is some screaming, but it's probably just coming from a TV. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, so, so um, Mr. Baker, he, he calls out, uh, or far, uh, Pa Baker, he says, Deirdre, get, get Dave on the, on the, on the horn. He'll, he'll come out and help these uh, gen- gentlemen and ladies. <laughs> and and uh, De- Deirdre does that. Do you know where we were heading when we left here? Were we going to the Cooper house? He says, no, of course not. You said you'd been there. Right. You, you were, you were, you were, you were heading back to your, mo- to your, to your motel, you said. And at this point, because I forgot to do this earlier, you all noticed somehow that you didn't before. You've all got motel keys in your pockets. Hey, watch this. <laughs> and as he says, your motel, I'll pull the motel key out of my pocket and look at yeah. it. Um, yeah, can you? Uh, mm-hmm. I see can it. you all see? You can all see that. It is. Um, they don't all say three. <laughs> they actually all had different numbers on. Uh, but it's the Coach and Lantern Motel on Vienna, West Vienna Street, Clio, Michigan. And you all have different numbers on them. Uh, between you, you have three, four, six, and seven. Is the same as the motel key in the hand? Yes. I, I'd like to. Uh, I'm going to lean forwards and kind of make, you know, put my head, my fingers together, you know, in a kind of thoughtful and positive way. And I want to ask, because Bar Baker, I want to say, Bar Baker, Bar Baker, are you afraid of the Cooper House? <laughs> I ain't afraid of no Cooper house. Yeah, there was some bad things that happened there, but, you know, no one's lived there for years. Yeah, the kids are scared of it, and, uh, you know, they tell these stupid stories. Uh, I ain't, I you, ain't afraid. I ain't, I, have, you I ever been in, n- have you ever been in the Cooper house? No, Just of course not. Well, I'll go in some old ruin. Even as a child? Anyway, I... Anyway, I told you, I told you, I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's, I am not very comfortable talking to you folks about the unsavory events that have happened in this place, in this town, in this, uh, in this lo- locale. It's, uh, Are you no afraid of the media, me. Pa Baker? Media? I ain't afraid of media. I'm just not interested in it, and I have no interest in being in your stupid show. Well, Ma Baker, that smells wonderful. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, at that point, Ma Baker brings over the stew um, and puts down um, some bowls in front of you. Is there anything recognisable in the stew? There are pieces of meat in the stew, <laughs> uh, nicely browned, probably probably beef, um, and it smells very enticing. Oh, I'm good. I, I took it. Yeah. 
Okay, so, uh, so, um, so you, uh, sorry, was that Ed? Was that Charlie or Gil? Charlie. Gil. Charlie. Uh, Charlie and Gil. Okay, so you both um, grab a spoon, and you bring the delicious smelling stew up to your mouth. But as soon as it kind of gets near your mouth, that the nausea kind of takes over again. And even though you're hungry, you just really you don't actually feel like you want it to eat it and it's very it's a very frustrating feeling it's like oh you you would have been nice but you you actually feel a bit sick just from the thought of putting it in your mouth i apologize to mar and i say that i think i'm still feeling the after effects of the crush oh well you look after yourself do you 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 should get this you should go and see go to the medical center is that in Clio? Yeah, yeah, it's in downtown Clio. We ain't got no hospital here. You have to go to Saginaw if you need to go to a hospital. But we got a little medical center here. And, you know, the doctor there, he's pretty good. He sort of, you know, I go there for my rheumatism. And, uh, you know, he gives me some pills. And, uh, you know, he uh, he's very kind. What about you see the Cooper house? Are you, do you ask that of Deirdre? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask. Deirdre, where about um, the coop house is from here? He said, well, Pa Baker don't like me talking about it. And then she kind of glances at Pa and he kind of, he kind of goes, <laughs> and she says, well, it, you know, it's uh, three miles up, up the track. Mrs. Baker, are you afraid of the Cooper house? Oh, I ain't got time for that nonsense. It's a, it's a, ever... it's a silly thing. The children like to tell spooky stories about what goes on there. You know, the murders and all. And, and then at that moment, and passes, shush, woman. I told you, we don't talk about that here. And he says, gentlemen, Dave is on his way. Uh, I can see you don't like my wife's cooking. So I will kindly ask you to go and wait on the porch. And with that, he stands up, folds his arms, and he just looks at you with a glare. Well, see where we Thank have you. much choice here. Thank you, Mr. He says, and, and one other thing. Do not come back here or call me again. I, I'm a hospitable kind of gent gentleman, but... I think you're pushing that hospitality a little bit too far if you if you if you get my drift. Uh, thank you for all your help. We we only came back because of the accident. I'm sorry well, we yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he and he ushers you out of the kitchen. And, right. and it's still but you're you're on the porch, so you 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 you've got cover. You've got a cover. Just do, looking do know, around the house as we as we're passing through, does anything seem out of place or unusual or significant? Um, no, I mean, it just is a regular farmhouse. It's quite homely. It's quite cozy. Um, no strange paintings above the Bible or above an old book <laughs> in the corner. Or... Um, there is nothing that would arouse any suspicion, okay. really. Um, and in fact, they both seem. They seem genuinely, um, 
Well, he certainly genuinely seemed annoyed that you were coming. I mean, you could tell he was he wasn't very happy to have to talk to you again. He had he had been he made it quite clear earlier. He said that he didn't want to talk to you again. And the fact that he let you in and gave you some food and called for Dave was about as much as as much as he would um, want to do. So, um, about half an hour later, a beaten up old, um, uh, just a small, it's like a small van, um, and it's like a small repair van turns up, Dave gets out, um, and, and he, and he says to you, um, uh, had a bit of trouble with the van, with your van, I, uh, I, uh, Mr. K Mr. Baker told me that uh, you were in a ditch, but um, I ain't got the uh, big winch. Uh, that's uh, that's on the uh, that's on another job at the moment. So uh, maybe uh, tomorrow I can come out and uh, haul you out. But uh, right now uh, I could give you a lift back to back to town. But that's about it. If you can take us back to the hotel, that would be wonderful. It'll be my my pleasure. Um, now there will be a call out fee associated with that. Um, I, um, I, uh, I I hope you don't mind. But uh, you know it's uh, it's late on a Saturday night, and usually at this time I'm uh, I'm about uh, six or seven uh, beers in. So uh, you know it's a good thing you caught me early. Dave, we're grateful for your help, drunk or not. Uh, he says it'll be uh, if he just give me a ten, and uh, we'll settle up the rest when I when I haul you out. Um, I'm Dave. Antoine will handle gonna, that. I'm gonna <laughs> give you. I'm gonna give you twenty for your trouble, and we'll talk about it all again tomorrow. Okay. Um, so you get into the van and you chug your way back to town. And um, you notice, actually, uh, who's who's sitting? Sh who's shotgun? Who's sitting up front? I I probably would. I would think. Yeah, the lady, of course. Yeah. You notice that um, there is a map of the area, like on on Dave's dash. Okay. I'm kind of. Uh, uh, do you mind if I look at this map for a minute? Oh, sure. You go ahead. Just take it. I got a few of them. Okay. Thank you so much. And um, I will now share with you this. Uh, okay. I think you can all see that now. Yep. Yep. So, um, you are... Um, where you are at the moment isn't directly, like on the map but um you know he he kind of stabs his finger at it when when you you know to say yeah we're you know we're uh, this is where the 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 cooper house was um uh and this is where the the baker house, baker farmhouse is and so it's it's kind of um i don't know if uh actually uh, someone would have to draw on it but um so uh, you see the big magnified area. The, the Baker House is kind of above that in that in those wood, in that kind of field, those mm -hmm. woody, fieldy areas. Um, 
the so you would have to come down onto the interstate from the dirt track and then drive um, uh, about uh, 20 minutes uh, to into town um, and then where you are the um, the the coaching lantern motel is way on the out on the edge of town almost into Vienna township um, along the i-95 interstate which heads which which heads towards Saginaw in the direction of Saginaw so um, so you, you you drive along there and um, as you pull in to the motel <clears throat> or pull up to the motel uh, you you it, it feels familiar um, it's a it's a typical rundown, single-story strip mall, strip mall kind of motel. Mm-hmm. Although it does have a rather elaborate, um, kind of strange, like dome-shaped building where, you know, done for some kind of done for some kind of artistic effect. Um, and the red vacancy sign uh, above it is blinking on and off in a rather unsettling fashion. And as you see that, you all get another memory comes flooding back to you. Um, and in fact, I will, I will say that this memory comes back to, uh, to you, Hester, because you're sitting mm-hmm. in the front seat. Um, and you're sitting in the passenger seat of your van, of, okay. your, um, of, your, of your own van, the white van. And um, next to you, Anton is driving. Um, he's driving the vehicle. Um, I feel nervous. Yeah. yeah. And he says, um, and he says, um, this looks like the only game in town. I'm trying to do my impersonation of, of Barney doing an impersonation of a Montreal. You, you've got uh, your marching orders, Barney. <laughs> this looks like the the only game in town. Um, and the, and and then the van pulls into the motel's parking lot. Um, and as you get out, um, a voice from the back of the van. The back of the van is open, and a voice um, from the b- b- behind. A voice of a woman says. All right, let's get something to eat uh, um, and, and get our rooms. I'm starving. Dinner's on me, guys. Um, and turning around, you see a beautiful red-headed woman that you don't recognize, although you feel that you should. Um, and and can you roll me a d6, please? Mm-hmm. Who? Everyone? Uh, no, just just um, just Hester. It's a one. It's a one. Yep. Mm, lucky boy. Uh, you you lose one sanity. Okay. Um, something about that memory coming back leaves you oh. feeling very unsettled, and you lose a point of sanity. Sure. And, and you want us to mark this on the sheet? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay, so just yes, yes. You can, yeah. The sheets are yours to do with what you want. Okay, so I'm trying to look. What's her current sanity? Is it starting it? Uh, yeah, 70? it's yeah. Um, whatever it is on the sheet, I I did reset them. 
the, the sanity thing's really interesting. It's got 48, the like mine says 48 slash yes. 60 slash 99. Yes, and then you've I got know. Let, let me explain that to you, because at first glance, it looks just bizarre. So you, you, the only yeah. one you change right now is the big one in the middle. Okay. What that what what the others numbers tell you are the following. So the number on the left, that is the floor for how much sanity you could lose in one day before going indefinitely insane. I.e., you'll be insane for the rest of the game. <laughs> um, the number on the far right is your starting sanity, which would be whatever it is, seventy in Hester's case. And the number next to that, that's your maximum possible sanity, um, mm. which doesn't really figure in a one-shot. But if you do a campaign, the more Cthulhu mythos you mm-hmm. learn, the lower your maximum sanity becomes. It's like right. um, a trade-off over time. So the, the, the number to watch for is that 56 in your case, Hester, because if you go down to 56 in one day, you become indefinitely insane. The oh, other so thing, it's not losing 56 if you drop to that number. No, no, no. It's it's because it's it's calculated on if you lose a fifth of your current sanity. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. In okay. one day, you go indefinitely insane. The other thing to 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 note is if you lose five sanity or more in one go, then you go temporarily insane. And I'll explain how that all works as we as and when mm-hmm. <laughs> when that all happens. <laughs> Okay, so the, um, that that's just from the memory of this redhead. That, yeah, I mean, okay. it's. Yep. I guess it's just tweaks your kind of nerves a bit um, mm-hmm. because you, you know that you knew this woman, but you don't recognize her, and she was in the van, and then and you're thinking, so well, she was in the van, but she's not in the van, and yeah. So I'm I'm gonna let out. So so I let out a gasp. Um, when I realized that, and 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 and, ju- and just kind of stifle that, and put my hand up to my mouth, and 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 turn. So I assume, what was I? Did I turn back and look? Do you think, or do you? I'll, I'll say we'll, that we'll to, say the rest, did, so. to the rest of you, rest of you, you saw Hester just go get this glazed look in her eyes, and then she kind of started, let out an involuntary let out, let, let out a kind of a, a gasp. Yeah, it shows you a gasp for her hand up to her mouth. And her, you know, that's, yeah. What is it, Hester? No, nothing. No, nothing. It's, is, is this us? Is the hotel? Yeah, you're at the motel. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So we are. Yeah, yeah. We are back. It's the only uh, game in town. <laughs> yeah, just, just just to be clear, I know, I know you're probably making jokes. You, you didn't hear, you didn't see any of that stuff. That was just Hester seeing that. Yeah. I, I assume. Okay, right. no, it's just, it's just that's what I said before. So it just comes naturally. To yes, say yes, that. yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I always say. Yeah. <laughs> the only game down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hester, I, I turn and and and, and kind of look look at you for a second and then look back and you can see a little bit of fear in, in my eyes. But, but I don't mention the, I, I don't mention this redhead to the rest of them at this at the moment. Um, oh yeah. So looking around, um, it's sorry, it's off the interstate 75, not 95. My bad. Um, uh, 
yeah um it's one of those ones that's just kind of in a long line of rooms like with a with a bit of a a, a bit of a veranda like a bit of a covered walkway thing um there's some vending machines uh, an ice machine um possibly some laundry facilities and at the very end there's the um there's the office there's the the motel office um it's it's um there's a light on in the office and there appears to be someone in there and there's a tv playing i mean there's the blaring sound of a tv i i, I just i want to go to my room first uh, okay may, may, maybe we could i i guess before i bolt in the room uh, i'll look at at the others and say may, maybe we could meet back out here and in, in 10 minutes after we freshen up a bit is, that, is this strip mall so where this is is this is off the interstate so is there like a, a restaurant attached or anywhere near here um not not uh, the, the motel is very basic there's no restaurant uh really or, or like a walking food. distance that we see or um uh, yeah, it's it's more like um, no, there's no, there's nothing open here. Um, there's a couple of kind of rundown, like looking office office, uh, you know, small office buildings or something like that. Like um, maybe a small maybe there's a there's a there's a tire shop. Um, yeah, nothing nothing open, nothing in nothing that would be comforting or welcoming. Um, but there's probably some um, you know. Uh, some candy bars in the vending machine. Not an ammo store. Is there an ammo store there? <laughs> Is there a what? <laughs> Is there for a gun store? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, on the map, you know that there is a gun store in town, but you're you're actually um, kind of off. You're probably um, like three miles out of out of the centre of town at the moment. So there's not, um, there's not an ammunition vending machine. <laughs> no, no, America's not like that. Oh, let me dispel that myth right now. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. No, yeah. no, no. There's no, no, no. There were beer vending machines in Panama, which I enjoyed very much. But oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I guess that um, doesn't help. But here. So, so what? So, uh, Hester, you you go back to your room. What do the others want to do? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going back to my room as well. Yeah. I I want to you, see if I can find out anything more about myself than. To my belongings okay. and sure. what we might be doing here. Exactly. Anton? Um, I'm, I'm going to uh, stay outside leaning on the cigarette machine. I'm going to buy a packet of cigarettes <laughs> and I'm just going to stand up. I'm going to tear in, the, in the, the, the reflection of the Coke vending machine. I'm just going <laughs> to stand outside smoking. I don't I smoke. Uh, at all, but uh, I'm gonna just. You can try. try. You can try and see if you like it. Are you still gonna do that? There's air dryers in every room. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm surprised you haven't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, I'm gonna say Anton, your your rather lovely suit is covered in this red mud. Maybe that might might be something you don't particularly want. You know, just just a little thought. I was kind of thinking that that <clears throat> that this this was this was becoming the the character of my my thing. 
No. <laughs> so the Venge machine, the Venge machine is out. Look. The Venge machine is out. Go lousy. Sorry, say <laughs> again. Is it called oh, Galaz? Go go was. It's it's oh, it's out of go was. But there's a miniature there's some there's some perno miniatures in there. Yeah. So you can you can ah, buy a maybe a... <laughs> No, what you what you really need is some poutine. You're you're you're, you're hankering for some poutine. Um so so um okay, so Hester, you when, go when, back to your... When all of the guys come back out, then I'll go into my room. <laughs> okay, Hester, you go into your room and you see um, a neatly neatly laid out room. It's, it's a pretty grim motel, though, to be honest. Um, it's got the bed, it's got two single beds. The beds both have those kind of covers on them that clearly have not been washed probably ever. They're the sort of covers that you literally don't even want to touch them with your hands. Um, you don't dare touch them for fear of what might be lurking in their fabrics. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, you've done as much as you can to make the room look presentable. Um, you have a, there is a, um, a black t-shirt though, hanging on the back of the chair. And there are some manila envelopes. Okay. I, I'm interested in that. I kind of want to go and look in the mirror, to be honest. I, I, I want to look okay. in the mirror and look at myself and so you you go and look in the mirror and you see yourself properly for the first time right. uh you 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 are a uh a feisty looking lady indeed uh, with your dark curls that little um maybe you've got like a an arch arch look in your face mm -hmm. rosy cheeks <laughs> yeah, pretty much like the picture. Right. Okay. No, that's fine. I'm gonna splash some water on my face, kind of clean my face off. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, clean up just right. a little bit, and then I'll start looking through the materials. But I want to kind of feel human again. Okay. So um, you can't help noticing that the black T-shirt has a um, has some letters printed on it. Okay. It wouldn't be TS TSF, are they? Indeed, on the left breast it has TSF, and on the back are the words, the supernatural files. Okay, excellent. And, and are there um, enough dry clothes to to change to? Yes, you you have a wardrobe. You 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 have a um you've unpacked your suitcase, which is like tucked underneath one of the beds, and the wardrobe um has has a you know at least three or four changes of clothes in it so you can you can definitely change um there's there's a reasonably clean shower um possibly possibly at some point you you might have run them run a cloth over the surfaces just to to make it a little bit more presentable sure um, so that, yeah 
Yeah, so so Hester, so I'm gonna clean up first, and once I'm I'm cleaned up and in, in, in dry clothes, and I would start want to look at the, and and I'm not so worried about the ten minutes they can come knock on my door if 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 they, not not being mean to my coworkers, but you know I'm, I'll just, I'll just get lost in what I'm doing and and then come knock on my door if they come looking for me. Okay. So I'll, I'll take the time to get cleaned up first, put on dry clothes, and then start looking at what's in the room. Okay, I'm going to cut now yeah. to um, Ed, uh, to Charlie, to Edwin, yeah. to Charlie Hogan. Uh, you go into your room, and there is, um, as well as some clothing scattered around, just thrown on the floor, um, <laughs> There is a um, laptop computer sitting on the desk. Okay, Charlie's um, more curious about what's happening on than concerned about his appearance. So he's going to um, <laughs> go straight to the laptop, see what he can see. Okay. So you open up the laptop. There's no password on it, of course. Just boots up and the rather messy desktop you look at it for a few minutes and um, you do see a folder which has been labeled Cooper House okay you open it and there are a bunch of Video files, dot mov, dot move, mov files, and they've all got a timestamp on them. And the the most recent one is a really quite big one. It's um, probably several hundred megabytes. Um, I opened the first one. Um, sorry, uh, when you say the first one, do the you mean chronologically. the most, uh, the very first one? The earliest one, yeah. Okay. So you open it up. It's, um, it's silent. There's no sound. It's what you know, because you are a professional of some kind. You, in, in fact, right at this moment, you realize you're a cameraman. You, you okay. know, all of this stuff. This is B-roll. This is the kind of ambient kind of footage that you take that then gets edited together with soundtrack over the top to... <laughs> We're probably not going to last long. She's up and she's about. Hold on a second. Amelia, I'm playing. Can you stop pushing crayons under the door? When you, when you go off and something somewhere else yeah like hell she's three and a half it's fine it's <laughs> okay so um let's get back to this yes um you you click through a few of them they're they're pretty much just establishing shots nothing very interesting um the only one left is the most recent one the big one i'm going to leave that until um we get back together okay but um so i'll clean up and change into some dry clothing. Okay. Um, Quickly, and then rush out to, to show people. 
Sure. Um, switching then to Gil. Gil, you go into your room and you are clearly a very organized person. Um, you're also quite clearly a sound recorder, a sound man. Um, there are um, dozens of digital audio tapes stacked up neatly on the desk. Um, they're all annotated um, with dates and times, and you know that you are um, you're very meticulous about this. It's to make the editing job so much easier when you can line them up with the correct tapes, uh, the correct videotapes. So as, you're, as a professional, you, you are fully aware that unlike amateur video recorders, you have separate audio recording equipment and separate video recording equipment for the highest quality. Um, however, much to your annoyance or, or possibly disappointment, there is no playback equipment in the room. There's no DAT machine to play these tapes back with. Okay. Um, do, do I have clean clothes around? Yes, you do. Um, and as you're looking for them, you suddenly feel a bit unwell. First, you get this kind of nauseous feeling in your stomach. Um, and it feels like something's... You, you, you might be sick. Um, it's like this coughing, like coughing, it's like somewhere between coughing and vomiting, that, that feeling. And you start coughing and coughing and coughing and you're really trying to not vomit. You really don't want to vomit. Um, and, and you hold your hand to your mouth in, involuntarily. You're just... <coughs> um, like something's trying to come up and then when you pull your hand away you look at your hand and there is blood on your hand um, I'll, go, I'll go into the bathroom and uh, wash it off and look at myself um, yeah you don't feel well um you feel this kind of churning feeling in your stomach and your throat from the coughing is actually now feeling quite, quite painful. The pain has come back. Um, can, I, can I make it to the bathroom just to see my, myself in the mirror? Yes, yep, absolutely. Um, do, do I see anything obvious on me? Or? Um, I'm just gonna. Um, there's no visible signs. Um, there's a little bit of flex. There's a few flecks of blood around your mouth. Could I? Could I hazard a guess as to what might be happening with me? Um, you can. You can guess. I mean you feel that I mean coughing up blood is not a good thing you no. know that for damn sure <clears throat> but beyond that who knows you're not a doctor um, 
okay, um, I mean, am I still feeling unwell or is it passing? Yeah, you're kind of, it's it's kind of passing a little bit. Um, you, you 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 actually have a you you feel like you really want just want to sit down for a moment and re, and just collect yourself. Um, and I'm going to say that the violent coughing and the coughing up of blood, um, you are going to have to lose a hit point for that. Meanwhile, we will cut to the outside of the motel where our good friend Anton is standing, smoking a Goa's, um, looking, in his mind, looking mysterious and sexy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've, uh, I'm thinking to myself, so everyone is, they've gone into the rooms, the different rooms, and I have my room, and there's this other, the room five. And I'm thinking to myself, who is in the room five? Into the wall? Room five. Room five. Room. Room five. The A burn. Yeah, room five. Very, very good. A very astute observation there, Anton. Yes, indeed. You have rooms three, four, six, and seven, but no one seems to be have the key to room five. Why would it be this? The mystery of room five. Mm, mm, mm. Um, at this point, the blaring of the TV um, from the office comes out again. You can't help but look over, and you see that... Um, the, the the man in the office. He doesn't seem to have moved for the whole time you've been there. We're we're we're, we're competing to kind of not move and just <laughs> look really cool. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's slumped in a chair. He ain't looking cool. Uh, he's okay. kind of like sitting in a chair, like probably just zoned out watching the TV. Okay. And, so um, uh, make me, make me, make me, um, yep. Yep. some kind of roll. Um, I don't know what kind of roll. Uh, uh, make me a, uh, make me a luck roll. Make me a luck roll. Make me a luck roll. Okay. Luck be a lady tonight. I'm losing my, my dice down the side here. Oh, that's not good. Uh, you're doing that this morning too. I know. I've, I've really messed that up. Um, the uh, give me one second. <laughs> Ever hey, heard of a dice a tray? Think a war gamer would have a dice tray. Yeah. The, man, well, I do. I, I I I I was so lucky it flew out of the bloody tray. Oh. <laughs> Can you believe that's it? That's why you that's need how, those ru- those rubbery trays are good because they use don't... the yeah use the lid of your they? Fury of Dracula box. Okay, I'm just going to have to do a D hundred. Yes. Um, is that will that have, is that done it? Yes. I, I it definitely it? sounded like it. Thirteen. What did you? Oh, oh thirteen. Yes. Yeah. Goodness God. me, that is an ex, that's a no. It's not an extreme, but it's a hard success. Okay, as you're looking over, you see something just that kind of stuns you for a moment. You see your face on the TV screen. 
in the office. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm going to just chuck my cigarette into the car park and just kind of um, saunter over towards the, um, the, 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 the reception area. Okay. So this is a sorry excuse for an office. It's really more like just a cubicle, <laughs> um, probably about 10 feet by 10 feet. Um, there's, there's no like, um, there's a glass door um, leading into it. And you see a kind of unshaven, slovenly man just slumped in his chair asleep <laughs> with a cigarette just dangling from his lip with about, about an inch and a half of ash just teetering about to drop. And um, there's a half-drunk bottle of whiskey just opened and sitting on the desk in front of him. And um, you see, a, it's one of those. Yeah, go ahead. Um, sorry, and you see, um, the the TV uh, has gone to an ad break or is about to, and you see yourself standing, leaning back to back against Hester. You know, in that pose where you're kind of standing back to back, like leaning slightly yeah. against each other, and you've got this. Um, twinkle in your eye and some kind of uh, they've done some kind of um, like lens flare effect on your teeth yeah because uh, they're glinting and they and and it says um, uh, the supernatural files comes up and then it cuts to the adverts um, um, can I um, can I go out until the advert breaks over and then come back in again and ring the bell for for, for the attendant. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you can. However, the, there is. It's not like there's a um, slot. You're actually going to have to open the door to speak to him. There's no. It's such a basic motel. There's not even a, you know, a window with a bell or anything. You're just going to have to knock on the door. Okay, okay. But timing is everything in this industry. So. Uh, say I just I tarry I tarry outside a little bit uh, when I'm back on the screen then I go in okay you open the door and you are assailed with the combined odors of cigarette smoke cheap whiskey and urine um <laughs> He, he is, th this, um, I guess, motel clerk or owner, possibly, he's not the most hygienic of people. And as you open the door, he, he kind of wakes up at the start. He says, yep, <clears throat> sits up straight. The cigarette ash falls straight down onto his shirt and just kind of scatters everywhere. Um, and he looks at you, and then he sort of grabs the whiskey bottle, uh, puts the lid on, and kind of shoves it, shoves it into a drawer. He says, <clears throat> it, yeah. Yep, uh, yep, 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 uh, yep, yep, uh, uh, ice machine out, uh, what, um, what, uh, can I, can I get you something, can I do something for you, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, yep, sits up, straight. Hello, my friend, we all have days like this. Uh, I, I have months <laughs> like this, my friend. 
Yeah, yeah touche. <laughs> I, uh, I am in uh, room six, I think, and uh, the right, rest right. of my uh, my team are in the other room. Uh, my, as this, there is no. Uh, we are this is the could is one the uh, people from our team in room five. Or this, oh, I say, oh, another oh, room. Oh, 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 you! Oh, hold on a second. Uh, let me just turn this off. Uh, oh, this is my favorite show. Oh, this is my favorite show. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I do like to make sure I catch it every week. And um, he just reaches up for the remote control, and he's. Uh, and it's he's, my favorite show too. And he's about to switch it off, and he goes, uh, and. Uh, uh, and then he looks at you, and he looks back at the TV. And then he looks at you, and he looks back at this. He said, "You, you there? You, it's you. You, you're you. You're him." It's so nice not to be confused for Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> my God, my oh, oh my days! You, you, Mr. Cook, Quebec. You're Mr. Anton Quebec. Oh, oh, I can't believe it. You're in my motel. What? Don't they put? Don't they put you up in the hill? I may give that impression, but things uh, are not down to me. <laughs> um, and, Please uh, tell me who is in room five. Uh, well, uh, well, I'm for you, Mister Quebec. I'll, I'll bend. I'll bend the rules just a little. You know, we're not allowed to. We're allowed to give out information on other guests, you know, but um, for you, Mr. Quebec, um, uh, and he says, well, uh, it's uh, Lynn, uh, Miss Willis, Lynn, but she was with your party. Uh, yeah, she was, she checked, she, pay, she paid for all your rooms. What's, uh, what's wrong with you? you, you you're gonna, gonna a bit, um, yeah, you're losing, your, you're losing your memory a bit there, Mr. Quebec. I, I guess seeing all those terrifying ghosts and ghoulies, that'll do it for you, yeah? Yep, 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 yep. The, uh, my, my friend Lynn is a very free spirit, and uh, I was just see, waiting to see if she is uh, back yet from her, uh, her, her nightly visit around the town. Do you uh, do you have a copy of my uh, my record? No, sure, 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 sure. And he kind of looks through this uh, ledger, and he says, oh, "Well, yeah, it's a, you. Uh, she paid for uh, she paid for five nights for all of you for all five rooms." No, 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 no. My 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 album of music. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you made, a, you, a made a pop, you made a pop. You made a pop song. Yeah, uh, was it, it Christmas album? <laughs> Christmas with oh, oh. in Quebec. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on a second. He is he is truly tearing the door open with his bare hands. <laughs> this is the poltergeist. 
Well, there, there was the ghost of that uh, little girl from the, the Victorian times. <laughs> she, she used to haunt my house. Um, okay, where were we? <laughs> yes, I was. I was. I was thinking that that perhaps you want me to sign your CD or so uh, of the of the oh, Christmas in well, Quebec. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Quebec, you know how to make your fans feel real mighty special. Oh, I'm so pleased. Um, no, but uh, your 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 friend. Uh, she we haven't we haven't seen her. Uh, you know we haven't seen. Uh, when did you get back? Where's where's your van? Uh, well, uh, what's, uh, what's been going on? You look, you look uh, a bit. Um, we, uh, you look, uh, you look worse than me, if that's possible. Well, I am <laughs> wearing the pads. You see, my friend, I can recommend the pads to you very much. Um, we, we, do you do you sell do you sell that? Do you, do you sell those pants on your uh, on your website? No, 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 no. I was uh, approached by the company to uh, promote promote the pads, uh, but I but I said, contact me again in ten years. See who play. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't understand much about that kind of thing. Uh, I just look after this motel, and I like watching that Supernatural Files. Can you tell me, is it all true? I tell you this. The pads hold out for 12 hours. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm pretty lost now. <laughs> Everything is true. <laughs> The man, you you need you need man pads. This, the man. odor in the room is very strong. <laughs> <laughs> you need the pants to to collect the urine with you. <laughs> oh, that! Oh, I don't I don't smell that anymore. <laughs> you know, once you get used to something. <laughs> And when when you say to me that I uh, I do not look so good, I know that I feel good down below because I'm wearing the pads. <laughs> well, um, I, I, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think we're nearly uh, nearly at time, and uh, I think I might need to go off and check out these uh, adult diapers that you're talking about. Um. <laughs> Okay, I recommend well. strongly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, with with that that last bit of um, lunacy, I think uh, we probably need to wind to an end because otherwise, my daughter's it's literally going to break the door down. <laughs>